Do goal. Christmas makes a love game to me. Six. Packs a two point. Five golden toques. Beauty. Four pounds of mac. Three French toast. Two turtle neck. And a beer in a dream. Okay, okay. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me seven packs of smokes. Yeah. Four, six packs of Five golden toques. Four pounds of mac. Three French toast. Two turtle Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Business Boys. Jimbo here, episode 49, uh, with my main man, Spence, as always. Spence, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, getting a little bit of that Christmas bug. Um, For those of you, Merry Christmas, we won't talk to you till after, probably in the New Year. So, also rushing, though, it's also a stressful time of year. Of course, I haven't done, I've done about half my gifts, so running around a bit. By running around mostly, I'm searching the online web for good deals and trying to get everything shipped here in time. But uh, yeah, I can't complain. Life is good. How about you? Pretty good. I'm a little uh, under the weather. And like, yo, at the, I was thinking like, yo, it's so hot at the office and like we leave a window open. So I'm like, oh, for sure. That's what made me sick. Like the hot air with the cold wind. Yeah, and then I was sounds. like, you know what? I was in Tampa last weekend, pulled an all-nighter on Friday, slept four hours on Saturday, and flew home on, on Sunday or Monday, whatever the fuck days it was. And then this past weekend, I was up till four partying both nights. I'm like, you know what? That's that probably, probably, probably that. <laughs> probably that. So yeah, here that I am. doesn't help. Here I am. The girlfriend made me a delicious, spicy, bloody Caesar. So I feel fantastic. Is it and, with tequila? Uh, it's actually with vodka this time because we got to get some more tequilas on Neils. But hey, quick question. Episode 49, first thing that jumped to my head. Uh, it's the same channel as, uh, as Teletoon before Satellite came around. So I'm curious. It begs the question Teletoon or YTV, Channel 18? Which did you like better? Yeah, these are Canadian channels, um, both kids' cartoon channels. I guess 18 had a little more than cartoons. Uh, definitely 49, uh, Teletoon was better, but YTV did have some great shows, so I don't want to discount it, uh, like Pokemon and uh, all the Mons. Um, Monster Rancher. And exactly. <laughs> yeah. I probably watched more 18 when I was uh, maybe 8 to 12, but uh, Teletoon was my l- mid to late teens, uh, especially at night, Teletoon, when it got like PG-13, Undergrads was uh, one of my favorite shows. Oh, nice. And uh, nice. Robot Chicken was quite good too. Yeah, the good old the good old fifty two channel days. Yeah, you gonna weigh in on that or? Oh, uh, at eighteen channel eighteen, it had sugar too with that high pitched squeaky voice, and they used to oh, hang out in that sugar. den. Oh yeah, <laughs> so weird that I vividly remember her. Yeah, yeah. My dad used to be like, "What is this chick's annoying voice? What did she like eat a helium balloon?" <laughs> Yeah, she did have an annoying voice. Shut up, Dad. I'm watching TV. Since we are getting into Christmas, um, you know, I'm sure we did a bunch of lists last year. Can't exactly remember if we did this one. A lot of people have turkey on Christmas or uh, various food like a ham, Christmas, nice Christmas ham, roast beast for the Grinch. Um, what's your favorite part of Christmas dinner? What's on your table that you're de- demolishing? Like, dude, like. If you saw the Christmas table, Shea Casamelos on Christmas Eve, like you would be shocked and appalled. Like 
So it's it's been only in the last few years it's shifted from grandma's to my dad's, but my grandma still brings a full meal. Like I remember a couple years ago we had a turkey and a ham, but Papa G cooks up a ham. But the appetizers are like ridiculous. Like we get there at around like four, we eat straight two straight hours, and it's like my dad's girlfriend makes crab cakes and and peanut butter dumplings. There's like spanakopita. And, like, little Tito Pitakia, that's, like, the spinach one and the cheese one. Like, there's, like, honestly, like, a full-fledged, like, appetizer buffet. I sit down to dinner full as fuck and then just utterly destroy ham and uh, some stuffing. And, the, and us Greeks, we make the rice stuffing, not bread stuffing, which I do love the bread stuffing, I must say. Any kind of stuffing's good in my books. Mm-hmm. My favorite Bro, part, boy. my favorite part of any Christmas dinner, and I think a lot of people do this, is the after dinner cheese plate. Um, it's done every year at my house. Just various, probably six or seven different cheeses, all these different types of crackers. Uh, I mean, I just love cheese, and uh, there's probably nothing worse than you than filling up with cheese after a big fat meal. But you just got to go for it. You accept it. Have a nice uh, cognac or something. Very nice. I love getting, like, when I go to, like, a fancy French restaurant and getting, like, cheese for dessert. But it's not something we do in the family. Although, my dad's girlfriend is British. And her mom makes this, like, cheese ring. And it's, like, essentially a bunt cake. But, like, it's, like, a shit ton of different cheeses, like, mixed up in a mixer. And then, like, a bunt cake. And you eat it with crackers. By golly, it's amazing. Oh, man. Cheese is so good. I have a problem with buying cheese. I, I eat it too fast. It's just, mm. uh, yeah, it's a serious issue. Um, anything else you want to get off yeah. your ch- Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, Before yeah. we get into the business, real quick, you know, I, I just, I was listening to Spotify, I was listening to my hard rock mix and some Tenacious D and Pick of Destiny came on. A story of perseverance, passion, intensity, and brotherhood, man. Great movie. What's your favorite song? Uh, I feel like we've talked about this before. Have we not? Oh, have we? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, what is my favorite song in Pick a Destiny? I, I like the last song, uh, The Devil Battle. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. And but I, know I do one. like uh, Classico. I like the opening song. I like the history of Tenacious D. I'll go with the history of Tenacious D. Yeah, I like that song. Right. A little acoustic guitar riff and uh, some pretty funny lyrics. Nice. No one, I feel like in all the, whenever I talk about Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, all those songs are amazing, but no one ever talks about Master Exploder when they first get the pick and like, they or they're envisioning what it's like to play with the pick. Because it's only like a snippet of the song, is it not? No, it's like, well, it's like a minute song, but like, it looks like the craziest party in there. Holy F. (laughs) Um... But yeah, speaking of music, just wanted to give a quick shout out. We have a new listener to the pod who's been sending me some uh, some suggestions. Uh, he's not the biggest ska fan, but he did give me uh, a ska band that he likes. I like them. They're called Less Than Jake. So thank you, Serge, for that recommendation. And happy birthday, by the way. Thanks oh, for tuning fact. in. Yeah. yeah, Less Than Jake. I know they're in the, they're in the 90s uh, era. Definitely have some songs by them on my Spotify. I guess Real Big Fish would maybe be ska as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Real Big I Fish. I do like uh, Real Big he, Fish. Serge ripped them, though, which I'm a bit uncalled for, but, you know. Oh, yeah? Not I, I don't know the ska scene, really. Yeah. 
All right. Let's start it up, man. And, yeah, and I want to start with, uh, I'm going to start it off with one because I think it's kind of a funny story, but also uh, we can get some good debate about it. But Jack Dorsey, uh, we'll call him co-founder of Twitter and Square. Your boy. And current, current CEO. Oh, oh let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit on that. <laughs> I mean, anyone who can... Uh, be the CEO and co-founder of two multi-billion dollar companies I have a ton of respect for. Um, there's certain things I disagree with him about. Like he is, anyways, he said in 2020, he's going to go live in Africa for six months. Not sure where yet, but I don't think it's going to be South Africa. I just have a feeling it's going to be like remote Africa. He's been visiting there. He's super high on Bitcoin's potential in Africa, which which does make a lot of sense. Um, if they could afford to buy even one of them. But uh, I get that uh, unstable currencies, uh, cryptocurrencies would be pretty useful for. Uh, yeah, he's just a weird fucking dude, man. Like, you can't just go to Africa and live there for six months when you're the CEO of two companies, which is crazy enough, which I believe both are based in Los a- in uh, California. Um Activist groups at Twitter, they already wanted him out. They're saying he pretty much spends his days at Square and comes in at Twitter at the night, uh, during the night. Um, so now they're really like, okay, if you want to go to Africa, and he has every right to go to Africa for six months, but name a, name an acting CEO, step down for a bit, or find a permanent CEO for a while um, if you're going to do this. And, you know, I'm, sh- like, I'm not trying to shit on his life experience, but there's a lot of shareholders, there's a lot of uh, employees. There's a lot of there's a lot of people that fucking depend on him. So he's got to think of them too. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I don't really know. Like, uh, I'm not a fanboy as much as you are. <laughs> no, I, I don't know him too as as much as you do. But hey, uh, you know, six month a uh, little uh, little vacation can't go wrong. But yeah, of course he's got to think of the uh, the repercussions. So uh, guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know how you're gonna run two multi-billion dollar companies in fucking africa i mean the internet might not even be good i don't know it seems uh, a little outrageous to me but uh i do kind of hope he goes and just just to see what happens i don't know yeah. i don't know you know but he deserves anyways. a break you know like uh, from the from the everyday hustle bustle of his everyday no, life this isn't a vacation like i think no, i realistically like a- think he's going to explore like squares potential in africa yeah no, i'm not saying he's going on vacation but like sometimes you need like a like you know like sometimes like you you go out of the office you go to a trade show you go to some business meetings it's not a it's not a break vacation but it's like a break away from the everyday like you know like the everyday hustle bustle that gets a bit uh, routine sometimes you know yeah he just went to africa for like two weeks there's a difference man like who is he toto yeah, seriously. Anyways, enough about Jack. Lyft has started a car rental service um, right now, I think, just in San Francisco, but essentially uh, completely undercut, undercutting Hertz and uh, what's the other company? Escaping rental car company, Avis, Anus, Anus. Um, <laughs> undercutting their prices a bit. I think I read you don't have to fill the car back up with gas when you drop it off. Uh, oh, no mi- no mileage restriction. It back up with gas. Yeah, it does suck. And you kind of just do it through their app, which is uh, a huge plus. I'm not sure if uh, you'd be better at knowing this than me if Avis and Hertz have an app now where you can just book ahead 
and pick up your car. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's a, a decent idea. I don't know exactly how the logistics will work, but you're kind of you, leveraging can, like, the pl- as a consumer, like as a someone who has a car, can I like, is it like Airbnb for cars kind of thing? Like, can I be like, ah, I don't really drive my car. I lease it. It sits in the driveway all day. I can't really take it to work because there's too much traffic. Like I can like put it on, on Lyft and other people can rent it out to help me pay for my monthly lease payments or what? Yeah, that, I think that's a really interesting idea. I don't know the answer. I don't think they've released the details yet, but I could uh, very well see that be in their future plans. I think I did see at the start they're just going to have some uh, Mazdas and uh, forget the other soccer car. Um, so I'm guessing that'll be their own cars, but I think that would completely make sense um, perhaps down the line. Mm. And uh, yeah, I don't... I'm, you know, I still you have, to put, you have to put breathalyzers in those bad boys. That's going to yeah. cause some issues. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll just take know, a I'm car. Sure the insurance will be uh, covered and stuff. But um, yeah, I think it's a pretty pretty shrewd move move by Lyft. Um, nice. Kind of getting into what I feel is a bit of a an old school market, the rental car market. But it has been a while since I rented a car. Well, there have been like even around Montreal, I've seen there's like a few like like cars that you can just there's the car to go those little mini fuckers what were what are those called the lanny used to have one oh smart cars yeah they have like little smart cars like car to go and then there's like uh this other one it's like a bigger car um that you can run i forget what they're called but it's got like a green stripe green stripe don't know that one but yeah you can just rent it drive it around park it bada bing bada boom you went to costco oh costco love costco it's amazing. Although I hate going. Yeah, it's a shit show. Like a lady Especially just like weekend. drove into me with her fucking cart the other day. And then like didn't even zone. like look to like say I'm sorry. Like her daughter no. like apologized for her. It's like, lady, like you didn't realize that you just, your cart just stopped because it ran into something. Like she's got tunnel vision. She's going in. She knows that uh, steaks are on sale and that chicken's on sale. No, she, she doesn't give a fuck if she runs you over. Probably (laughs) it's it's doggy dog world out there at Costco. (laughs) I mean, imagine in China, the, the new one that opened, I mean, they're, they have to shut it down or there was maybe going to be like deaths. Like it's a stampede. Jesus. I know it's not good, man. That's how Musafa died. Mufasa died. Yeah. And the stampede. That's true. Poor guy. Anyways, what do you want to tackle next? We got some quick hitters and... Uh, well, you know what? Let's just do it. Because if we don't do it, we're never going to do it. Food delivery wars. Let's get into it. Because this is like the fifth time we bring it up. Let's fucking get right into it before we run out of time again. All right. Let's do it. Uh, or did I did I bring it on too early? Were you no, saving, no, no, no. Absolutely the not. Best for last. No, it's been so many weeks that I literally forget like what I even want to say. Why don't, <laughs> why don't you start off and I'll, I'll uh, come in. Well, I know this is your baby topic, but, uh, you know, I haven't been doing too well. These Uber Eats, the Grubhubs, the DoorDash. Personally, I use Uber Eats. Um, the thing I hate the most about Uber Eats is they always recommend you what you got last time. So I've honestly eaten Dunn's smoked meat like once every two weeks for the last little while. But it's delicious. But I'm always so drunk. I'm like, yeah, I'll get some smoked meat. Um, Good call. Fun fact, Dunn's makes a mean pizza. Um, Grubhub never used. DoorDash never used. 
uh, skip the dishes, have used, fucking hate them, bad experience, never use them, terrible customer service, delete them. Uh, and then there's like the other ones, like, you know, Blue Apron and uh, there's like other meal prep services. Personally, I like to go to the grocery store and I know how to cook and I have all those spices chez moi. So uh, I never used it. But um, yeah, I don't know. Do you Have you used them at all? Yeah, I've used uh, meal prep. I, I honestly was so disappointed. Um, first of all, they, they, they try to make the meals fancy for people who don't cook, but they just they make them too fancy, if that makes any sense. And, uh, you know, I don't need different color carrots. Like, just give me freaking orange carrots and stuff. <laughs> anyway, you know, um, I personally, like you, I prefer cooking my own food. And if you, like, can't cook, it's... Like, it's not like a trait that no one can learn. You can go on YouTube. You can, like, experiment. Yeah. It's like, put this much of this in that. Yeah, exactly. And I used to be awful at cooking. Terrible. I could not cook anything. And, uh, you know, just living on your own. Like, just every night, try or, like, three times a week, try to make yourself something. I get that it's for people who don't have time either. But, fuck, that's what frozen pizzas are for. Like, come on. Pre-made salad, frozen pizza. Get your greens. Get your carbs and everything on that pizza. Boom. Anyways, it's just a low margin. They're low margin, uh, high competition. And Uber Eats, Grubhub, DoorDash, you know, they've had some pretty bad quarters recently. They're all around one third of that US market share, just kind of fighting each other. And the, the tough part is, is they make these deals with the restaurants. So some certain brands are exclusive to Grubhub or DoorDash or Uber Eats. Some of them partner on on all of them like mcdonald's just ended its exclusive partnership which uh i think it was with grubhub and maybe it was with doordash i don't even remember i think it's a any obvious choice for the restaurants to be on uh, as many of the platforms as possible but i don't really know what the nature of these deals are, are yeah, looking i'm sure like. i'm sure like let's say like oh if you like i'm sure like uber eats for example has like different levels of partnership so if like they'll like they'll probably give <laughs> So, like, I'm sure there's, like, a set margin that they make with, like, McDonald's. And then it's like, okay, but if you do this much business with us, then, like, we'll give you a kickback of some sorts. Like, and then, they'll like, McDonald's will make money back. So, the exclusivity of working with Uber Eats, like, kind of, like, reduces the amount of kickback they get. But as McDonald's, if you want to please your customers, you want to be on as many platforms as possible. So, do you hate take that hit? Like, you know, I'm sure that that, that has a lot to do with it as well. Yeah, and I know Shake Shack just uh, ditched one for another one. And oh, Shake Shack! I had it for the first time. Yeah, last you're a fan, I heard. Oh my god, Papa Jay is a fan of Shake Shack. <laughs> um, I kind of see it as similar. Nice nose blow. I kind of see it similar to a bit of the um, all the upcoming um, streaming platforms. They're all bidding on these high-profile shows. It's all these food delivery platforms are kind of bidding on these restaurants to like, come with us, come with us, only us. And just honestly, like, I think, uh, shout out to Jim Cramer. That Man, I love Cramer. But he, he's like, what do they really do, man? It's just an app and like a bunch of like 21-year-olds like on their bikes racing to get it to you. Like, it's not like anything revolution. You know what I mean? Like, like, remember that, like the Spider-Man with... Uh, yeah, he'd be the- a good food delivery guy. Well, he he was one, and he gets fired as the pizza delivery guy when it was the who was that dude? Who was the guy when we started when we started going to the movies? Uh, Toby Maguire, Toby Toby yeah. Maguire. 
he was a fucking pizza delivery man but that was before he was spider-man yeah and he got fired because he like you know couldn't bike fast enough but then he got superpowers and he was like fuck you the pizza's all i want bitch then he became a photographer so he put that put that career behind him yeah slightly creepy photographer i might add yeah (laughs) maybe i'll just run through a couple quick hitters but uh saudi aramco i hope i'm saying that correctly obviously um huge oil company saudi arabia they did their ipo the valuation hit two trillion dollars i put billion but that should be trillion um much higher than apple or mr softy soft pretty insane i just uh, i've never invested in oil and i would wouldn't invest in a company that's like partly owned by the prince mohammed uh whatever but uh, hopefully they take the money they raised and uh, invest in re- some renewables, uh, renewable energy. Just uh, you know, you gotta hedge hedge that all in oil, bet. But yeah, CBS and Viacom, the merger closed. They are back together, married once again. Uh, we went over the content on a previous episode. You go back and check that out. Nintendo Switch also hit the shelves in China. China. We mentioned that on a late uh, past episode, and supposedly they are flying off the shelves. So Nintendo stock seeing a nice little rally there. Uh, and then we did mention Amazon and FedEx beefing uh, recently. And oh, yeah. Amazon has now banned third-party sellers from using FedEx ground. Um, pretty stressful for during the uh, Christmas holiday season. But as we alluded to last time, Amazon just slowly... Um, terminating its complete relationship with fedex ups getting a boost but i think we all understand now what amazon wants to do they want to um be the dominant delivery company not just for them but maybe for other people yeah and then boeing suspended its 737 max production it's the first time they suspended production in 20 years uh it will suspend it throughout january and quite honestly i think it'll be longer than that this is going to have probably a more of an effect on a lot of their suppliers that build little parts for their planes. I'm thinking of the little guy here. I'm not thinking of the big guy with the billion, billions of dollars and the government's backing. So I do feel for the little guy. Um, but Boeing is, <laughs> I think there's more pain ahead for them. But uh, let's all hope for the little guy that they can get that back on track. Yeah. And then what else we got? So we were talking about food before. Uh, interesting. I came across an article. Um, NASA, uh, and, and I guess with with uh, the help from a, a company called Solar Foods in Finland, has actually found a way to make uh, protein food, essentially, out of thin air. Um, so it's a, a way to create the, the product is called Solene, if I'm saying that right. And it's made out of CO2, water, and electricity. And it's kind of like a like a flour-like protein powder. Um, it's fifty percent protein content, five to ten percent fat, and twenty to twenty-five percent carbohydrates. Um, but yeah, it, like looks and tastes like like wheat, like wheat flour. Um, so it's a very like low, uh, like low. It's it's sustainable. I, I forget the other word I'm looking for, but like it's it's very sustainable. It doesn't. Uh, tax the uh the environment very much it's like yeah well water yeah. renewable electricity and co2 yeah, I think which they use, uh, anyways i think they use the sun like i think it's almost solar powered a lot of <laughs> yeah. it and uh yeah, yeah it seems uh, solar energy 
definitely seems interesting. That's for yeah. Sure. So they're saying they'll slowly start rolling it out into food. Might help companies like uh, Impossible Foods and Beyond Meat uh, with what they've got going on. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's great for astronauts. That's why NASA is so into it. And, you know, we could possibly see feeding animals with it too. So um, cool little update there. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and it was a definitely a really interesting article. I, I quickly read through it. Um, I'm definitely more interested in this almost than uh, all the f- fake meats, fox meat. Yeah, I know. Same. So we've, we've been jerking off Disney all year on the show, uh, just <laughs> stroking them so hard. But I, I kind of agree with the Twitter if an, uh, t- Twitter crazies on this one. Disney plans yet another remake, this time Home Alone. The kid looks hilarious. He's supposed to be in it. But, uh, you know, I'm not... There's people like, Home Alone is a classic. Don't ever... Like, relax, okay? And they're just trying <laughs> to make some money. But, like, I'm kind of like Disney fucking... You're sit- you got all these all these people working for you, and you can't uh, think of some new shows. Like Jesus Christ, man! Netflix comes out with new shows every day. Yeah, they're not uh, they're not ripping the new content, but at the end of the day, people are gonna fucking watch it. So, like, I'll probably what? watch it too. Like, a like what what do they want? Like, you know what I mean? But there was that one guy who was kind of saying like it's it's an impossible movie now. Because they're a rich as fuck family and they're just going to like Uber him and Venmo Venmo him some money to jump on a flight and get to where the fuck they are. That's so true. They're going to have to tweak that story. Yeah. (laughs) Uber him. Oh, that's great. Um, And then Microsoft revealed a new Xbox. It's called the Xbox Series X. Um, It wasn't too much information, I don't think. Uh, Very computer-like, backwards capability with the games. What is it that backwards pretty, capability? Is like you can play any old games pretty much any from old consoles onto it, right? Uh, any Xbox game, Xbox. So your uh, regular Xbox and 360, all that will be supposedly will be you will be able to play all those games. I don't know if that means you could just put in the CD in, or you have to like physically buy them on the store, right? Yeah, but uh, looks pretty badass. Not gonna lie. Yeah, and there's it a way to like hook a it up to your phone also, right? Like. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Dope. Um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. And then just lastly, Gatorade announced a... Gatorade. A caffeinated version of their new Bolt 24 energy drink, which if I understand, I've never had a Bolt 24. I don't know if it's at the shelves in the Great White North yet. But Sounds it awesome. is. Yeah, I think it's a little more performance sport based version of of gatorade which i thought that was the point of gatorade but i guess science has evolved now we realize gatorade's not like a serious uh it's a drink fuck (laughs) (laughs) a pre-drink and a hangover drink yeah like i don't see anyone like super fit ever drinking like a regular gatorade like you know yeah and, and they got to compete with Body Armor. Body Armor came out with that fucking great ad, those great ads, great product. Kobe's part of it. So you got to compete. Yeah, so that was the original uh, emphasis on Bolt 24 was to compete with Body Armor, which, of course, is owned by Coke, which is, the, you know, their, their biggest, baddest rival and pretty much their only one. It's a, so Coke it, only owns a small bit of it, though, right? I forget the percentage off the top of my head. Yeah, they don't own it outright, but I want to say they, I think they own over 30%. 
Like, I think Coke, if when they're going to buy something, it's like they want to have some say in what's going on, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyways, they're going to be adding some caffeine into that drink. And uh, I don't really have too much confidence, but uh, whatever. Seems like now, you know, when you have uh, all these beverage companies, even the alcohol companies, you know, like the alcohol companies, all about seltzers and little different stuffs, right? Well, there's Heart those nudes and, and the, what are the, the white claws people love? Yeah. it's a, you had a white claw? It's big in the States. They serve them so, at fucking bars, bro. Yeah. The beverage industry is just becoming millennial. Yeah. yeah everything, everything's got like a twist of this in it, which. But uh, like, but like know, why I don't, I don't, I don't get much. serving a white claw? Like who buys a white claw at a bar? Just get. It made it like you're at like a bar. Like it's like going to a restaurant and ordering like a fucking Stouffer's. Like I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. If uh, or or like uh, you're at the bar and uh, they would just take this the canned Caesar Caesar mixes or Bloody Mary mixes. Yeah, you know something like that. Like uh, no. come on, I want it nicely made in a nice glass. Yeah, maybe with like a little a couple olives, a pickle. Yeah, the more the merrier on top. No, celery is the worst side. Like you know. I don't mind it because it's used as a stirring straw. Yeah, and and like kind of lim- if you get a really spicy one, you can. But like, fuck, I much prefer a pickle and some olives. I must, I must say, I'm a pickled bean. I need a pickled bean in mine. Oh yeah, those are good. Those are good. Yeah, those are fantastic. Anything else you want to uh, talk about? No, that's about it. I don't have much to add other than that. All right, so we'll probably be dropping this in a few days uh, so you guys can listen over the Christmas break, and then we'll probably be back to you uh, early in the new year. Yeah, about 20 pounds heavier and full of shitty New Year's resolutions that I'll end up doing six years later. Oh, I'm not making any. (laughs) But uh, yeah, Merry Christmas to everyone listening, and Happy Holidays, and I'll send it to Jimmy to sign off. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. I always appreciate it. Thanks uh, for the feedback as always, and uh, yeah, have a have a great week. Happy holidays, and we'll check you later. Peace out. <laughs>